Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at RacistRecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag RacistRecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. Hey there. <laughs> what do you say there, world? The awkward pause while we wait for the start. It's the Racist Recap, and we are back talking double episode of The Amazing Race, season 31, episodes 5 and 6. And back again, our favorite uh, mountain skier, Jen. What's up, Jen? Where hey are guys. you now? Where in the world are you I'm now? I'm actually home. I'm in Utah, and hmm. it. I think we're going to skip right over spring this year. It's going to go from winter to summer. <clears throat> so all that here. snow that you were showing in your Instagram and stuff is here in yeah. America? Yeah, it's in Utah. It's oh crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, because Salt Lake's at like 4,500 feet, and it's really pretty warm down there. But then up in the mountains, it's like still just buried in snow. So you can huh. ski and bike this time of year, which makes it pretty spectacular if you guys don't follow jen on her social medias make sure you do that she is always out doing some crazy stuff uh you're braver than i am that's for sure <laughs> you had like 17 knee surgeries and like a week later ah, i'm just gonna go climb mount kilimanjaro and ski down yeah only 10 we'll, we'll avoid 10 <laughs> <And> surgeries <laughs> 10 knee yeah wow that's crazy Anyway. Now we know why you're Team Extreme and tougher than we are. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about the amazing race here. Uh, double episode. Uh, how do you feel about double episodes? Do you always get the sense that one of them is going to be a non-elimination now? Well, apparently James Earl did get that sense, and uh, he was correct. So, yeah, I wasn't sure just because there was a non-elimination like so close previously, mm -hmm. and I thought maybe it was just because they didn't do an episode the week before. So I was not totally convinced, but James Earl was right. Good thing he's not here because I'd be admitting that to his face. <laughs> well, he'll be here shortly and I'm sure he'll, he'll <laughs> like to talk about it. Of course, you know, James Earl, doctor is always on call. He's almost done with this residency and then I guess he'll have a little bit more control. So probably next season, uh, <laughs> we'll have him regularly on a consistent basis. Um, so let's go. Something that everybody that they didn't show that I wish they would have, even though it didn't make a difference, is the teams got to actually book their own flights to Dubai. They did? Yeah. Everybody yeah. ended up on the same flight, but they did get oh. to book their own flights. Which... Well, but yeah, that's just the way they do it now. They like to like, they kind of pretend like you're booking your own flight, but. But you all end up on the same one. You all end up on the same one. Yeah, but at least they got the opportunity to book their own flights. That's something that a lot of people were missing on The Amazing Race that, that uh, they felt that took took away from some. But what it does do for The Amazing Race, for those of you who don't understand, is it helps with budget. Huge, yeah. huge budget restraints. Um, and would you rather have uh, this Amazing Race or no Amazing Race? So they're doing what they can to try to keep the show affordable and keep it on the air. So I totally understand it. Of course, I do miss the airport drama as well. But Same. They booked their flights, but no drama here. So everybody's on that same flight. Doors open. Mad dash for the cabs. What kind of research uh, did you and Christy do on flights? Oh, well, I suppose I'll share. Um, we did a lot. Uh, we would talk to people on the flights if they were locals to wherever we were going. Um, we would tap into the flight attendants mm -hmm. as much as we could. Um, and on like the longer 
longer travel days if we had time because we were usually starting pretty early. So we would often have a lot more time. Um, we try to do as much research as we could before getting to the airport and getting on the plane um, to just kind of prepare. And like I would say in Prague, that was beneficial for us because we learned uh, the challenge of taxis there. Yeah. So the more you can do that in advance, um, the better for sure. One of the reasons I ask is that something else that they didn't show, uh, well, here's a couple bits of information. Uh, the Dubai is the, was the last country in the world to actually allow women to drive. Uh, I noticed they had quite a few women taxi drivers. Yeah, there was a, a couple women taxi drivers, but if you would have done some research, you would have seen that women, uh, they can't drive the same, they don't have the same rules for driving as men. So they can't drive, they only can only drive a certain speed limit and men can drive faster. No way. So that's why the teams with the, the female taxi drivers were slower than oh. the other teams. Holy crap. Yep. So that's a key piece of information that if you could have found out along the way of doing some research, that could have really helped you, especially since yeah, there were two dude. female drivers on this leg. Yeah. Yep. There's a question in the chat room uh, from uh, Jario Garcia. Jen, what happened in Dubai last season? Was drama, passports? Did I miss something? Oh, um, in Bahrain, uh, we had a connection through Dubai. Oh. And that's where... Uh, yeah, that's where Brittany and Lucas lost their passports. So we were flying from um, Zimbabwe. And that was actually one of the legs that we had the option to book a flight. We had two different flight options. Mm -hmm. um, but everybody got on the earlier flight. So I can't remember if they actually showed that or not. Um, but the earlier flight was on a cheaper kind of budget airline um, with more connections and poor Brittany. I don't even know. That was just a that was a rough rough go um but the passports got left in one of the seat back pockets is what they presume and then they couldn't get back on the plane to get the passport and that was yeah that's end of the line end so, of the line yeah so the last country in the world where women are allowed to drive and two female drivers in the taxis which is really interesting to see um i did a little bit of research because i was trying to figure out uh, i didn't know that they were allowed to actually drive there i thought they were still illegal right but I mean, I think it was like last year or the year before that, that it just happened. So Floyd raps again. What do you think about Floyd and his rapping? I mean, I adore it because it's oh, just do. like in his blood. Um, <laughs> but I could see that it maybe is not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> I grew up in the Bronx. I love hip hop. He's just not that good at it. I don't mind him doing it. The, the best part about it is he always has fun doing it. But the, the thing about when he starts rapping is he tries to look like he's so serious and hardcore. <laughs> I think just keep the fun because you're not really that good at it. So keep it fun. <laughs> like if you're getting it serious, you better be good at it. But <laughs> I, I, I do appreciate it though. Like after finding out a, a lot more of the behind the scenes about Team Fun and how that this is just who they are, they're not really playing to the cameras. How I feel like Leo and Jamal are definitely playing to the cameras. Right. Um, Team Fun, I get this. This is just who they are. And um, I got to speak to both of them today. They will be joining us on the races recap, but it will not be today. Uh, they'll definitely be joining us though. Cool. All right. So Floyd wraps, and then we head to the supercar tailgate party where you got McLarens, Rolls Royces, Ferraris. What do you think? Um, they just had to run there, sit down, grab a clue. <laughs> I was not a fan of this. Yeah. I did not understand the point of it. And I kind of felt like this was Dubai's like, yeah, you can film here, but you just need to show the world like how wealthy we are. That's what I felt like. I'm like, this is so ridiculous and unnecessary. I, I still see like, uh, yeah, it's, it was just, I, 
I guess the, I, for me, it was like, these are probably like six princes that are like, you guys want to film here? Well, <laughs> this is what you're going to need to do. This is what we need. You need to show yeah. how rich we are. We got a million dollar car sitting right there. We got a $750,000 car sitting right there. Yeah. It, it's car porn, but it, I didn't see the point to it because, yeah. I mean, it didn't really change anything. If you're going to do it, put it in the middle of the desert where people got a GPS and they got to find it or something like that. I don't yeah. Know. So now knowing that about the the female cab drivers, I'm trying to think who had female drivers and who were. I think I still have, I think I wrote it down. There was bit. kind of a split, like surprisingly people got pretty spread out getting to that location, even though it was all taxi and. I, it was definitely the Riley sisters. And I think it was Janelle and Brittany as well. Like the two girl, girl teams had a female yeah. cab driver and, and obviously they fell more behind. Yeah. Yes, Lucille, I will be editing 27. I would, uh, sorry. All right. Anyway, um, so the Dubai frame, uh, O'Reilly sisters were the only ones that kind of got a little lost heading towards the, uh, um, the, the tailgate party. Other than that, nothing really changed. So we're heading to the Dubai frame, which I think is an awesome looking building. I it's love cool. the, the concept behind it where you look through one side, it's old Dubai. You look to the other side, it's new Dubai. Love it. Look That's cool. Beautiful, beautiful building. Got the glass floors. Would that have uh, made you hesitate at all walking on those glass floors? Um, probably for a second. And then I would like logic my way through it and realize they wouldn't have them if you were going to fall through them. But yeah, I think that's pretty unnerving to be that high up off the ground standing on glass for sure. Yes. Uh, fun fact, Diana and yeah. I went to uh, Shanghai with one of the trips that we wanted. And in the Pearl Tower, they have these same glass floors and mm. <laughs> trying to get yeah. Diana to go out on them. <laughs> Not on the Amazing Race. If on the Amazing Race, she would have beasted it. She wouldn't have cared. Right. Not on the Amazing Race. She wound up sitting down and crying. Like, <gasps> I oh, love no. her so much because she powers. She still powered through. She she got on the glass. She's the fear of heights is real, even though she did those heights challenges on our season. Oh, but she she put up with me because you know I'm not, I'm not letting her not do it. So yeah, yeah. Because I don't like fear stopping anybody from doing anything. Like fear is fake. Fear is something that your body or you create. It's not something that's real. It's in the universe. It's not real. It's fake. Some people are scared yeah. of stuff. Other people are not because it's not real. It's something that's inside of you. That's kind of my mindset of it. Yeah. Uh, but the Dubai frame, again, not nothing really. Just head to the Dubai frame. I guess it's a beautiful yeah, thing to look a clue. At yeah. The clue. Mm. But I'd rather, I mean, I preferred that over, you know, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Then going and sitting in the, with these rich guys. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So let's get to it. Uh, the detour. Fall or find? Right off the bat, would you want to fall off the Burj Khalifa or would you rather do the other one where you had to actually find those eggs? Which one would you guys have done? We probably, I mean, it depends when we get there because of how the clue was written. It sounds like it seemed like space was pretty limited, but we would have preferred fall. And um, yeah. I agree. I think uh, Diana and I 100% would have picked fall. And as you've seen, if you noticed, all the former Amazing Race teams picked fall because they understand that a quick, scary one is usually right. a lot faster than a slower, consistent right. one. And anything where you have to find stuff, like you just have no idea how hard that's going to be. Yeah, like it was, could be super time consuming. Everybody got scared of that, that thing that said limit two teams at a time. Yeah. Uh, but... In my head, I thought they were going to jump off. So, Same. I mean, how, how I thought they were going to jump off, but I thought that they had to find something in the landscape as they were falling. 
mm-hmm. because of the way they were like reading the description. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, huh, that was ambiguous. I wonder what's going to go on. And then, of course, we figured out that it had nothing to do with actually jumping off a building. Yeah. And I love, I don't know what they're uh, doing this season. A lot of night legs. There's usually not this yeah. many night legs. I really enjoy yeah. night legs. How do you I like night legs too. Yeah. I like them. I think it gives a different perspective of where you are. And it also, it adds a layer of complexity, which sometimes gets lost, but like, you know, things shut down. Like, I don't know. It can, it can just change the dynamic a little bit. So I, I love it. There's a lot less people out that are going to be able to help you. A lot less businesses yeah. open that you could stop at and get clues. And plus right. I love, I love the way cities like this look at. Night. Yeah. Everything yeah. I think up. it's definitely, it's cool in cities like that. I mean, our Hong Kong, like I feel like was pretty cool because it was at night. Cow, I'm, I'm sorry if that's not how you say your name. Culturally irrelevant trash detours are no go. There was the, yeah. the detour in Roblox yeah. had nothing to do with culture. It's just so random. Yeah, I mean the dinosaur one is definitely. I would agree with that, but yeah, the, uh, unless there was like other ones, sort of. I mean, what is the culture of Dubai though? Like, it's Rich. it's kind of yeah, it's wealth a- and really impressive giant buildings, like yeah. and having the tallest building in the world and. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it's rich. It's all <laughs> I know about it. It's and it's one of the few uh, Middle Eastern countries that we can still travel to. So, yeah, I get it. Um, yeah. All right. So the fall from the Burj Khalifa. Everybody thought they were going to be skydiving. Wind up being a virtual reality game where only two teams could do it at once. Then uh, after you went through the test of the virtual reality game, you had to answer five questions, and this seemed super easy to me. And if yeah. I don't understand how people didn't get it on, if not on the first try. Definitely the second try. Leo and Jamal just started overthinking things. They just like totally went into panic mode and started overthinking. Like they turned the like receiver thing into like this. They just thought it was a whole different thing that they were supposed to be identifying. Um, So that's a time when you like have to pull back a little bit and Mm -hmm. like look at big picture again and then reset. And this is when I first noticed this is, when I noticed that Jamal is the alpha of that crew. Cause when mm-hmm. Jamal doesn't agree with something Leo says, they, it goes Jamal's way. And this is the second time this season that Leo was right. And Jamal is telling like, you're wrong. Like you're dumb. You're wrong. Let's listen to me. Yeah. He, uh, and that team dynamic is starting to break down a little bit and, and they, they get flustered when they get flustered, they get flustered. Like they start losing it. So, uh, totally. they were looking like the favorites. I don't think they're looking like yeah. the favorites anymore. No, kind of slipping a little bit. Kind of looking like this. And uh, when you're doing a virtual reality game and you're doing a test and two people are on a team and you get yeah. the first one wrong, talk about your answers and say, okay, right. when we go in, we're going to have this. So at least you have the same answers. It doesn't matter if one of you yeah. are correct and one of you are wrong. Say, yeah. this is the answers we're going to do and then go in and do that. Right. Like, that was a big and you're narrowing. you're narrowing the possibilities at that point. So you're able to see like, okay, was that the thing that we got wrong last time? Because they also don't tell you what you got wrong. So you don't know for sure until you're back in there and taking the test and then getting evaluated again. So yes, you're exactly right. You have to talk about it in between. Yeah, it's just silly. Uh, silly not to, especially since you had to wait any- online anyway. We had a, a virtual reality task on our season. It was the same thing. It was a game we had to uh, dock a, a ship in a, in a shipyard and help another ship, whatever, but yeah. you go in there, you get it wrong the first time. And then it's like, okay, this is what I did wrong. You go in and got it right the second time. Pretty much every team did second or third yeah. time in my season. So I don't know. That was hard. That one looked hard. 
I thought. I, I love that they use the Burj Khalifa. I think it's just boring to do a virtual reality task. It doesn't really. Yeah. We don't gain anything out of it. Right. As viewers. Yeah. Not as exciting for us, for sure. Um, what did you think about Rachel switching detours? All right. If you're going to switch detours, that's the time to do it. As soon as, sure. you get, as soon as you get there, you're like, okay, everybody's here. Nobody's over there. Let's leave. That's yep. the only time you're allowed to switch detours. You don't switch in the middle. You don't switch near like the half hour. To, that's yep. the time to switch. So in my head, I thought that was the right move for them. Me too. And because it was the way they edited it, they showed us that before we knew it was a virtual reality detour. So I'm like, oh my God, her logic makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah the other two teams are going to jump. By the time they get there, they're going to just be able to jump. And then <laughs> that unraveled very quickly for them, which was unfortunate. But yeah especially because they kept getting it wrong as well and it just turned out to be nothing i mean it was faster it was the faster if you got it right on the first time definitely if you got it right on the second sure. time the two teams that got it right on the second time were second and third place behind chris and brett who yeah beasted this egg challenge i was super impressed yeah, with they those did. Two. they're uh, i'm really enjoying that they're getting a little more airtime now and like you're starting to see their personalities and like some of their banter was just had me cracking up like Brett about Chris's Oklahoma accent. Yeah. <laughs> just, I adored it. it I just great. like the way Brett says, shut up. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> they For have sure. a great relationship. They never seem to get mad at each other. They definitely yeah. uh, uh, make fun of each other. But Yeah, yeah, but it all seems to be in good humor. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Jario Garcia says, bad idea to switch the detour for Rachel because if you – if you did, you will be last on the pit stop. I don't know what that means, but it's not a bad idea because we just told you why. <laughs> I mean, it didn't work out. It was no. a good idea with the information they had, but yeah, it didn't uh, work out. No, it's, it's funny. Uh, so all the former racers wind up doing the same one. Uh, Jamal kept telling Leo he was wrong. Um, yeah. And then Rachel's like, I know I got it right. Yeah. And Alyssa's and answer was right. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same thing with that team. Like, if Rachel's yeah. the dominant one there, so if she wants something, it's going to get done her way. Uh, so yeah. then Janelle and Brittany, they were having fun with the um, dinosaur task, putting eggs in the wrong basket, running around. Janelle was 100% sure that these, this was the right nest. <laughs> Brittany was like, no, it's over there. And again, she was wrong. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You have to Stuff trust. Like and you got to, like, look around around like use a little bit of like environmental awareness like are there multiple of those things around because in that there's always like the number of stations mm -hmm. pretty much per team unless it's limited so if you're not seeing like six or eight of those it's probably not the right thing right, always so easier to stay in this position <laughs> right right Beck and floyd were the only um returning team to do the dinosaur task um yeah Everybody else, all the other returning teams, including Rachel, um, did the other task. Um, I don't know why Team Fun didn't pick the other one. I, oh, actually, I do know why, because they started late, and it yeah. said two teams yep. at a time. So that, that was the reason. But uh, Chris and Brett are the funniest uh, team this season, hands down. Um, all right, let's get to the roadblock. Who yeah. can feel the beat? So you got a, a, uh, a silent disco where you have to find the techno version. The people were listening to a techno version of the Amazing Race theme, which yeah. I tried to get before today, and uh, I couldn't, but I will be getting it for next week. It just so good. 
yeah. So one of the producers said they go send it to me. Uh, but a lot of people have been asking for it because I thought it was cool. Like I was listening, dip, 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 and then you can totally. hear it. Like I was like, <laughs> did they just make that for this episode, or was that the actual thing? But after speaking with some of the contestants, uh, that was the actual song they were listening to. It was the Amazing Race theme. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, and Team Fun killed this one. They just seem to be it. doing really well with any kind of music related, dancing related challenges. Yeah. I really appreciated Floyd's reaction. Like everybody else is kind of like, what is this? And Floyd was just like, he was so, so excited. So He's like, a silent disco? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's why it's so hard for me to look and be like, how is he not just being animated? But that's right. Him, no, he's just that stoked. It was awesome. Um, yeah, and they crushed it. I actually think that's a, a pretty tricky roadblock. Like, I mean, you kind of have to assume that the person on the other end of the headphones like knows how to dance to the beat. Exactly. Somebody has, <laughs> has to have rhythm. And I think that was the, right. the great thing with Floyd is he went over to somebody and started dancing with them and tried yeah. to get rhythm with them. And he's like, okay, this person can dance a little bit. He's got a rhythm. I trust him. Let's go. Yeah. Whereas like everyone else just seemed to be like, uh, staring and like uh, random people out of the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What kind of drugs do you think Colin was uh, slipped? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Show. He's high on life though, for sure. Like, he was also pretty amped. He was just <laughs> going to town with some like Skippy. I like I've <laughs> I danced for years. Like I'm something I did for music videos for like eight years. I've never seen anybody do a dance that looked like that. <laughs> it was just it was, it was a unique like dance. It was, his it's his own brand. <laughs> But I love I love this new Colin. I cannot yeah. I cannot believe, and we'll get to something that I thought was going to be the thing that gave us the old Colin back, and yeah. was, we'll we'll get to that uh, in a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, thank you, brother Frank TV. All right, so Floyd crushed it. Do you think being a drum major really helped him? Yeah, I do. I do because as a drum major, you have to be like you're looking at everyone else to make sure that they're in rhythm, right? So like it's not just about knowing your own rhythm, but picking up on what other people are doing. So I think that ended up being like hugely advantageous. Yeah, I, I, I agree as well. I uh, liked Tyler's little strategy. You know, he was in there yeah. doing his little wiggle. Are you feeling what I'm feeling? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, a lot of them weren't. <laughs> he had a good little strategy going on there. Okay, now why, now here's the thing that I noticed when I, during the replay. Janelle and Brittany uh, picked the same guy that uh, Victor and Nicole picked. So oh. the people that, uh, that were listening to that beat after they got the head, they, you know, they went back into the crowd. They went back into the crowd. So oh, I'm like, no way. If you're sitting there with that. five teams, you're sitting there with five teams and you see one of them gets it. And then that guy goes right back into the crowd. I'd have been like, mm, yeah. Hello, let's hey, hey. <laughs> nobody seemed huh. to really pick up on that. And uh, I was Weird. just interesting, uh, interesting little tidbit that you got to pick mm -hmm. up on the little things sometimes. Mm -hmm. All right. Floyd crushed it. Um, then after that, we head to the world's largest urban zip line to the finish, which I think is a cool yeah. way to finish. Uh, I think that was super cool. For those of you who don't know or didn't hear the little tidbit, when Team Fun, Chris and Brett running up that, that tower, and Team Fun beat them by seconds. If uh, whoever got to that platform first was actually how you finished. So, but I mean, that was a little anticlimactic. That's the only issue that I had with the zip line to the pit yeah. stop because, like. You kind of know it before they get there. Um, so like the suspense needed to build before that, but they didn't really give us that moment to like revel in it. So then you just, I don't know, it kind of fell a little flat. 
but it was probably the coolest like entrance into a pit stop ever. Yes. Now, if there wasn't four of them where two teams could go side by side and race, I would have loved to see that. Like Chris and Brett and Tyler <laughs> Corey and they're, I mean, and they're both, I mean, Team yeah. Fun, they're both getting hooked up and they're both like, and then they just start yeah. going, you could see them and you see the red. Uh, that would have been like really, Or really cool. like, did you see, so well, yeah, in our season, the in the Iceland episode, when Christy had to go out on the line and then we had to pull her back in. Mm-hmm. Like if it was something like that, where like one of you has to zip line over and then like reel the other one in, just so there's some sort of, yeah. I don't know, or, suspense building. Yeah, <laughs> like I said. We're just like, I don't know. It was still great. No, I mean, obviously, <laughs> that, what they hope for is they hope for two teams to race to get up there. But like, like they didn't play that drama out as well right. as they could have. Like, yeah. But, hey, listen, we love the show. We love it. But it's our job to kind of nitpick and kind of pick up on the things that a lot of average viewers don't pick up on. And that's why people come to the show. All yeah. right. Sandy Kay, I can't believe after three seasons, Rachel still cries. Nothing has changed with her, and it's getting annoying. I am going to agree and disagree with this. Never been a fan of Rachel. Never been a fan. Why? Because she's the whiny kid who's faking. And, like, like if you see a two-year-old, and they're whining, and you're, like, and you're clearly seeing it, and they stop, and they look at you to see if you notice, and then, and they go back to crying. Like, that's her. But this season, I'm actually digging her a lot more than I, I yeah. thought I would. I think the dynamic between her and Alyssa makes it more tolerable. At least for me, I find yeah. that because Alyssa's just very frank with her and just like, I don't know. I like, I get the emotion of it, but I'm so not that like I cry. I'm a crier, but I'm not going to cry until I'm told that you're done. Right. Yeah, like you've got, like you're still racing when you are in the cab, you are still racing. It is not the time for a breakdown. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I cry sometimes, like (laughs) easier said than done, but yes, I I cry Uh, for a lot of things in my life when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm angry. Like, I cry for, I mean, it's just an emotion that I have, and yeah, personal stuff. I used to bottle it up a lot and never, never let my emotions show, and that led to me getting in a lot of like physical fist fights. And since I've gone through therapy and and just not cared and cried. I've really never got into that anymore. But anyway, so I don't like her whining. It's like, eh, eh. but she's done a lot less of it this season. And I, she's a lot more fun to watch this season than she was in previous seasons, at least for me. Yeah, I agree. Stop it, Lucille. Okay. The cab scene with Rachel and Alyssa did not remind you of the first leg of season 27 with me and Diana. <laughs> okay. Stop it. No. <laughs> maybe only a little bit. All right. Um, maybe, maybe it was perfect. It was a perfect. All right. So Team Fun beats out Chris and Brett, $5,000 each. And then you get Phil doing a little freestyle. What do you think about Phil's freestyle? Oh, it was so amazing. I mean, it was like not amazing, but amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a priceless moment. He actually, I think, did pretty well considering he was just like thrown into the middle of that. And he handed it off. He handed it off. And he did. Yep. He tossed the ball for sure. Tossed it off perfectly like he's doing a cypher. And then here comes Floyd. Didn't pick up on the cue that he's supposed to rhyme the last word and then went on his own little thing. But no, I love that they got Phil to have a little fun at the mat. Um, Yeah. It was good. I think. I don't know if this was the case for you on your season, but Phil Phil is very much in business mode when you're on the mat. Like yeah. it seems like, you know, you're hanging out, but it's really like, there's so much going on. Cause they're like keeping track of other teams and letting you know everything else that's happening and like telling storylines and he needs to, you know, so it's always like 
pretty business. So I, I was appreciative that he loosened up and got in the moment there. Yeah, because, I mean, Phil's got a lot of stress and pressure on him. You only get one take for all of this stuff. And, uh, and yeah. when he does his intros and his cues and all that, he writes it. He does his own stuff. He writes out his own things. And uh, you only got a couple minutes to interview people, especially when it's a close race and you know other people are coming. So I love yeah. that he got the second to just chill, even though it was a close race for first place. Um, so go ahead, Phil. I like I like this side of Phil. Yep. All right, so you got uh, Chris and Brett coming in a close second, and Colin and Christy, Tyler and Corey. All the Amazing Race teams are up front. Victor and Nicole are up there. And then that team that's slipping, the Amazing Race team, Leo and Jamal. They First place, first place, and then eighth, sixth, seventh. Yeah. Slipping, but... Yeah. They're still in it for the um, – they might yep. have a chance to beat the uh, all-time legs run. Uh, oh, yeah, true. Interesting. I got to get rid of Rachel first because she, she has more than this. She's got a leg up. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a leg up. I think she got two, but yeah. Then Rachel and Alyssa come in last place, uh, crying like babies, of course, and non-elimination. That was a good non-elimination, and for those, for anybody who f ever even thinks about it being rigged, if any show on television is not rigged, it's The Amazing Race for many, 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 many reasons. But one of them is it's a million-dollar competition uh, where people are competing live, uh, and everything is uh, the non-eliminations are picked beforehand with yeah. a separate uh i think adjudicator i think that's what they call that they stand yeah. there and they watch to make yeah. sure the people that are insuring the million dollars yeah uh, not to mention the logistics of it with you know if you're thinking considering like flights and airline plane tickets and all that and travel to to the next leg you have to know how many teams are going yeah in order to be able to get all that coordinated so yeah, it's a plan. I mean, to plan to show out as anybody would plan to show out. You gotta, you gotta know what's coming, especially on a show like this. So, like, yeah. they're a hundred percent, hundred percent picked before the race even starts, and there's no way that they can change it. Uh, although, get in trouble legally. Yeah. So I'm squashing that. Squashing that. The closest yeah. thing to fake that the Amazing Race is is that they'll take like sound clips from oh, other, yeah. other times and mix them in. That's the the only real fake part of the amazing race sometimes is they'll to fit the storyline like of, of Tanner, me and Diana and Tanner and Josh is like, not like yeah. each other. Right. That, yeah. We never had that. Like that wasn't, yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah. it really made it seem like I was kind of busting the balls. So, so off to Uganda. Yeah. What do you think about Uganda? Overall? I like that it's a new country. So I was excited. I did not know um, politically, their stance on, um, yeah. you know, from yeah, from Tyler and Corey's perspective, and Brett for that matter. Uh, so it was interesting to kind of see that response and reaction, and just consider it. And I appreciated from Corey's perspective that it was more just like feeling humble and grateful for the freedoms that he does have, not so much like an anti-Uganda thing, but like I'm just grateful that we have this and it saddens me that others may not. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know what they were talking about, um, you can get life in prison if they find out that you're gay or you had gay sex. So that's life in prison just for loving someone that your body loves. I mean, just think of that. You want to love someone, love them, not like hurt them. And you can get life in prison for it. 
So that that's what Uganda still has. And from for gay men, that law has been in place since the 1800s. Uh, gay women uh, that just came into like the past 10 years that you can get life in prison. So that's kind of what they were talking about. And um, no, uh, Tyler Corey, not a couple, by the way. But um, they both are gay and they're both huge in an uh, LGBTQ plus community and they're big advocates of it. And I think they handled this like great. I, th I think yeah. they, they had concerns, which is valid, uh, which they could have had those similar concerns in Dubai because they're not very right. tolerant as well. All right, but yeah. anyway, so head to this beautiful mosque, right? Get the clue. That was cool. Love it. I like that. I liked when I like when there has to be a challenge element to receive your next clue, even if it's like pretty simple, like counting stairs, which seems pretty simple, but simple, right? Clue, or you don't know how to count. <laughs> it could be challenging. Oh. Yeah. So we look at it like that though every time you had to go and just pick up a clue that there was just some kind of level something, something that you had to do yeah so here we go there's a couple things here that irked me uh i mean okay. chris and brett missing the clue I, I understand cool they ran up the stairs they didn't know but tyler and Corey, yeah. who were smart yeah did their research found out yeah. there was 304 steps which i love the fact that they're doing their research yep why would you just run up without counting them you got nothing right. else to do Let's verify it yeah. Even if it's fast and you mess up by one or two, just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Just, yeah. And you, and yeah. makes it compounding it even worse. All the teams that got it wrong when they got to the top, not one of them counted the stairs on the way down. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. <laughs> on the way down. It's the same <laughs> stairs. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, four teams that got it wrong and none of them went down and counted. Like, That's really funny. Yeah, silly. Yes, silly. Victor seems to be the best racer this season, says Brother Frank. Do Ooh. you agree or disagree? Um, I mean, I think he they're they're strong. I don't know if I no, give Victor. Him... Period. Not Victor Nicole, of the individual racer. Yeah, I can't say that. I don't no. think I've seen enough evidence for that yet. Yeah. I won't say you're wrong, but right. But uh, I think still gathering evidence. I think it's strong, <laughs> but for me, you, it's hard to be the best racer of the season if you haven't won a leg. Yeah, I mean you've been up at the top, which is cool, but the best racers find a way to win. Yeah, and for sure. Also, speaking of people who are good, you made a point at the beginning of this uh, season that the amazing race team's advantage would kind of like fade by the middle of the season. Right, and I feel like we're starting to see. A little bit of evidence that you might be right. <laughs> uh, we'll see, because uh, James Earl disagrees. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it comes up. Yeah. But uh, I mean, only Amazing Race teams have won a leg, which that is true. Which is awesome. But there's definitely some that are starting to step it up, stepping it up. Okay. So now that I got my frustrations with people not counting, I love the fact that the Afghanimals got there as Tyler and Corey are leaving. Yo, guys, how many steps? Lots. <laughs> Would you have helped the Afghan animals? No. <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely. I don't know. Christy might have. Christy's actually the nicer of the two of us. She was more willing to like offer help than me. But oh, brother Frank, <laughs> he didn't say he was a beast. He said he didn't say he was the best. He said he was a beast. Okay. Oh, he is a beast. He is a beast. I, I, wouldn't, I don't think he's the best, but he's a beast. His hair is also amazing, and yeah. I had no idea it was that long. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I wish I had half that. <laughs> All right. So the Afghanimals uh, go up there, and then we have to go to the Owino Market, which uh, I don't know how. Somebody, a fan from The Amazing Race who lives in Uganda, well, sent, sent me some information about this market. They say that people who live there, locals, have a hard time even getting around the Owino Market and finding stuff. The thing wow. is 20 football fields long. And obviously, Phil said over 300 people a day visit this place. Uh, so it was a tough uh, market. But the task yeah. the task itself, I don't think, uh, really used the toughness of this market. Like okay, I agree. You find I thought they had to go get the ingredients. They did have to go get the ingredients. But they it was did? Only, they yes. kind of skipped over that. Yeah, you had to go buy the ingredients, which uh, I was when you looked, it was like, oh my god, ten thousand shillings is what the, that thing cost, but that's that's a uh, a quarter. Uh, for people oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so something like that sounds that. like hard math. Yeah, but anyway, so they had to go and get them, but they could only had to go to like one or two vendors. So, so okay, if they would have said like go to find these marked booths or something like that, I think that would have added a lot to this leg. Yeah. But at least they got one person to fall for it. All right, so you had to shop for the ingredients and uh, <laughs> make a Rolex. Yeah. Now, Janelle, that's the problem with being, you know, used to hanging out with lots of people who've got money and living in L.A., you know, in New York, doing that thing. You only think Rolex. No. I think that's a problem with falling to the back of the pack because you're panicking and you're not slowing down to do necessary things like read your clue. Read your clue. The number one rule. Read your clue. <laughs> read your clue. Yeah. And read all the extra information and then read it again and then slow down and then read it again. Absolutely. And then take a step. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So Janelle was looking for this Rolex vendor for almost two hours. Uh, she wound up finding a watch vendor, but there was no Rolexes there. And then she went back to the beginning and was kind of almost giving up and then was like bumped into where the clue was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Rough, rough go. I really did enjoy when Vic realized that Rolex was rolled eggs. Rolled eggs. Like, eggs, Rolex. Rolex, Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense now. So Jamal yeah. is the only one who really didn't get it right on his first oh, try. And he and was he like trying to roll out the bread on the hot plate. <laughs> Yeah, while it's cooking. It's like, yeah. you have a piece of wood right there, roll it and then put it on. Just to, but he did say he's not the, he's not the cook of the two, he's but not still. The cook. Yeah, that's the thing about the amazing race. Like, you're tested across all lifestyle elements here. Now, one thing that bothered me that I think the amazing race should penalize Floyd, because he dropped his bread on the oh. floor, dirtied True. it, picked it up and said five second rule and kept going. Like, what, is he going to write mean, five second rule on the package when he goes to sell it? Because he wrapped them up and put it on a stand. <laughs> like he was going to sell I'm that. I'm hoping that did not get sold to a human. That is what I'm hoping. But yeah, I don't know. No. And did you notice that um, Jamal burned Victor? <laughs> he, I did. Oil. A little hot oil <laughs> splattering. <laughs> oh, I love oh, it. Oh my god. I, lo I love yeah. that. I love when there's some danger of people getting hurt on the race. <laughs> Third degree burns. Okay. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't have to eat it. Oh, no? that's me? I, yeah. I Yes. Yes, because then Floyd would have thought twice about... <laughs> a second rule in it, right? <laughs> are you, yeah. you going to eat something that's dropped on a floor in a place that you know is not sanitary? Like, they'll never right. clean those streets ever in the history of ever? Like, yeah. Yeah. 
then and why not just make it a little harder? Then I wouldn't no mind. ever upset when they have to eat on the amazing. Well, and it was eggs. Maybe it was an caviar. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't nothing. The only thing that didn't look like there was any yolk in those eggs because it looked really white. But I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> uh, rolled eggs. Details, details. Ah, details, details. All right. Other than that, let's go to the detour. We got salty roll. Move the pole. Anything stand out to you right off the bat? Um. I mean, avoiding fish is usually a good option on Amazing Race because you smell like fish for the rest of who knows how long. Um, but yeah, I mean, I probably would have chosen the stick one. What was it called? Uh, move the pole. Move the pole. Move the pole. <laughs> we probably would have chosen that one. We would have assumed that it would have been the quicker between the two because um, sometimes that other stuff can get like really nuanced yeah. and if you have to be judged and evaluated. Although we didn't get to see much of that detour, I feel like. Yeah, no. I don't actually know how difficult it ended up being. Just the last two teams were the only ones to do it, and then they just kind of rushed yeah. through that. But I'm sorry, I, skipped, right. I skipped up the speed bump. Uh, do do, do oh, some yeah. more and hang it. What did you think about I that? I thought that was actually – well, they also skipped over the speed bump because they had to save time for head-to-head. So when I was watching them describe the speed bump, I'm like, this – that is way longer and more time consuming than making 20 snowballs. So I was a little concerned, but then they seemed to move through it pretty quick and it was kind of a non-factor. Yeah. I mean, I, they did, they stayed in sort of the same place they were in. Yeah. Um, and um, yes, Andy, the, uh, if Brittany told Janelle to read her clue again, would they have gotten a penalty? The answer is yes. Yeah. You can't, can't tell them anything. You could cheer them on, but you can't so tell them. So brutal anything. when you, yeah, it's so brutal. Yeah, and you're sitting there and you're looking at it. I mean, the best <sighs> she could have done was sit there and eyeball it. Like, yeah, that's, like, <laughs> that's the only thing I would have tried. Was... <laughs> Eyeballing it, like, yeah, dang it, yeah. Daniel, turn around. <laughs> uh, so, salty roll, move the pole. Diana and I would have done move the pole because it sounds like something that we know had a definite end. And if we put enough hustle and hustle into it, that we determine the outcome where right? softly roll is something that could be potentially judged. And salty roll yeah. sounds like something that has to be done precisely. It's not judged like uh, a talent. It's uh, right. something specific that has to be done a certain way. And smelling like fish sucks. And you don't know if you're going to have to continue yeah. on racing. It sounds stupid, but it, <laughs> it definitely sounds stupid, but it's so true. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it took us like days to get fish smell out of our for our backpack smelled like fish it was awful oh, fish is disgusting all right so you had to load the wood on the bike and bring it to the location and i'm over here screaming like how come the one partner's not carrying a huge load of sticks and the other one's not yeah. i found out that they had the sticks had to be loaded onto on the, the thing it's the only way that you could transport them so yeah. uh kind of relieved Relieve some of my, uh, like, what do you guys do? Grab a stack, you lazy man. Screaming at the TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Colin dropped his bike, and this is when I thought we were about to see old Colin because the wood fell everywhere. Bike fell over. It almost yep. fell on him. And then I was like, here it comes. Here it comes. And he's like, picked it right up. Um, and he's like, I guess that, no that, I guess that's what happens when you become super successful and, you know, you, you're worth over a million it's what dollars. happens when you do the work. It's what happens when you ask yourself why you're getting unraveled. By yes. I think, and uh, asking yourself, is that actually making this situation any better? Yes. So, 
I mean, they've done some serious work together as a couple. I commend them. Yeah, and, and when doing research on them, he was like the CEO of DJI, which is that drone DJI. company that sells the Phantom. Yeah. He was yeah. like a huge executive at that he place too. He was an engineer, too. wasn't he? Is he a piece yeah, he designed yeah. drones. Like, Friggin' smart dude. Smart, Speaking good of looking, smart, great shape guy. I am a little disappointed in the lack of like mental challenges so far this season. I feel like there hasn't been, there's been nothing like really testing like memory. There's been very little like puzzle stuff. So yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like physical based like tasks. And this is, uh, and the only way that they can really make up for that is by having a finally having a really, really great final memory task challenge. Like uh, there yeah. hasn't been any great ones. Uh, like no. Like yours wasn't great. Like it was poorly designed. It really it didn't. Almost have... was great. It was almost great. But and yeah, it was no. poorly designed. And <laughs> even if you remembered everything about the race, it wouldn't have really helped you fix it because you had to figure out a different type of puzzle. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I, I definitely like some brain challenges, uh, and I think they should include a lot more of those so they could show, like, let some of the smart teams get ahead of the physical teams. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Colin dropped his bike, and we didn't get our crazy, my bike is broken. My bike <laughs> yeah. is broken! I think anyone who was kind of, like, holding out that maybe he would have a breakdown at some point is now, like, nope, he is different. Yeah, he's That's definitely, <laughs> he's, he's made that life change, and he is, he is proof that uh, yeah. you, you can change who you are if you put the effort into it. Mm -hmm. The virtual reality was a puzzle. Uh, it was a quiz. Uh, yeah. I mean, it seemed quiz. pretty simple. I mean, yeah. Could have got it on your first try if you just focused. But everybody should have got it on the second. All right. Yes. Load the bike. So, all right, let's get to the silly head to head. Um, oh. There's a lot of things wrong with this head to head. One, uh, the oh, biggest. Wait. Go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. So the head-to-head, -head, there was no real change in the order in this one. So I don't know why they showed it. And they didn't show the last head-to-head, -head, which there was actually five teams that changed positions. So I don't know why they didn't show the head-to-head -head that actually had five teams changing positions. And they actually showed the head-to-head -head that right. literally not one team changed positions. And it wasn't that interesting to watch. It was a simple, simple puzzle that everybody got on their second try. Tower of Hanoi. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I was such a nerd when I saw it. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a Tower of Hanoi. But it's not, it wasn't actually as hard as a real Tower of Hanoi. Um, to, that one has to be in size order as well, right? It has to be in size order, yeah. So you have to move this stack all the way over to this stack. And you can't ever put a larger piece on top of a smaller piece. Um, so it's like this big, anyway, you yeah. go on and on. Um, so I got like excited thinking it could be kind of cool, but then the size thing didn't matter and it ended up just being not all that difficult. And I didn't like, but it just didn't feel like they were really competing against each other. I don't know. It was kind of a weird. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I, I don't, uh, I, I, did, I didn't enjoy it. Um, yeah. I love Phil, but he's definitely not Jeff Probst. Uh, I don't think he. Yeah. I don't think his narration really adds anything to the viewing uh, of it. Um, but yeah. that's just me. That, that that that's me. Well, I think he's also on the mat, like when the actions. Like, is he? 
Was he actually in the mix right there? I couldn't really. Maybe he, he was. He was away from it. I don't know how. I, it was yeah. hard to tell where the actual mat was. Yeah. So maybe he wasn't. Yeah, not on the mat. But it didn't seem like he was as like I don't know. Jeff Probst is like right in there in the mix. Yeah, almost, he's like all in your face. Yeah, it almost felt like voiceover yeah. versus like live commentary. I don't uh, know. Another thing that bothered me is uh, both head to heads were on the same leg as a speed bump, so making the exactly. speed bump irrelevant. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, maybe they do that intentionally to like really give that speed bump team a ch chance to stay in, and they think that. <laughs> Adds a little bit of drama. <laughs> uh, I just Megan Lesser. I I have not been able to come up with the reason why they put the damn things right before the pit stop. And I think that you're right. She wrote, "I feel like they keep putting the head to heads right next to the pit stop just so Phil can narrate it, but it's not worth it." Oh my gosh! It makes sense. He can't be in the middle to narrate that it if he's got to be at the middle. That is a very good point. So I would rather really Phil bad. not narrate it and have a head-to-head -head in the middle of the leg than have Phil yeah. narrate it because I don't think it adds that much. Yeah. Yeah, and you could also have Phil narrate a voiceover. Afterwards, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's yeah. uh, definitely great, great, great. Uh, yeah, look like at that. that. <laughs> Our racist recap crew is, I mean, the people that come here, especially the ones that come live, they, they know they know their stuff. And if you, I mean, we've been yeah. through this for four seasons now, and I, anybody who's watched, I, it's not just blowing smoke up my own ass, uh, up, up our show's ass, but anybody who's watched the racist recap has an advantage over people who have not watched the racist recap if they ever That's go. Oh, I got race. ready for the race. I, I mean, watched all the races recaps. You can watch this. Watch the seasons. The two things that I would suggest: watch the seasons and watch the races recap. I love, I love, love a lot the people who cover the Amazing Race uh, and people who do what we do. But I don't think anybody else gives the type of information that can help a racer like we do. Yeah. Um, and I really, I mean, if you're going on the race and you know it and you don't watch this show, uh, you deserve to lose. <laughs> <laughs> all right on a note uganda should have had two legs like zimbabwe uh okay oh um yeah. oh sorry yeah. i just went into my own world for a second and i didn't hear what you said no it's okay uh, um cow said that uh uganda should have had two legs just like zimbabwe on oh. gen season yeah yeah i might have preferred two legs in uganda versus some other places I would prefer two yugs in Uganda over uh, Dubai in Uganda. Yeah. Because it's sure. your first time there, so spend two, two episodes Take, there. Yeah, make the most of it, for sure. So Tyler and Corey, they uh, beat Colin and Christy, and they get their first first place of the season. Tyler yeah. and Corey, congratulations. They go, one of them wins a trip to Singapore. Um, and uh, then we get the head-to-heads where nothing changes. And, People yeah. just go, go to the mat. Uh, uh, the only one that had any sort of drama was the final one. The two big brother teams, well, Rachel and Alyssa and Janelle and Brittany. You skipped over Brett and Chris changing who was doing the head-to-head because -head, Chris started and then they swapped Brett out for the next round. You think which, that really made a difference? I think that it did make a difference. It's hard to say because everybody who did it the second time 
won the second time and made it through because they already knew what they were doing. But, um, but I do think that it's a commendable move to switch it up in that moment, because it's also easy to be like, well, I have the experience and maybe I should do it again. And then that person might lose again. And then you, you know, go in the downward spiral. So I don't know. I just thought it was, it was worth noting. No, I said, yeah. And I think uh, Leo and Jamal switched also. They did? I think so. I think those are the only other team that switched. But um, uh, Rio wants to know why could partners talk? Because it's a team head-to-head. It's not a roadblock where one person has to do it by themselves. Why? That's why they could also switch because it wasn't a roadblock. It's a head-to-head where they were allowed to help their partners. Yeah. So the re- they also are starting to tell them that there's a head to head, which obviously this is only the second season they've done it, but they didn't tell us. So we never, we didn't know we were showing up. You could start reading between the lines a little bit. Cause it wouldn't say like, um, race to the mat. It would say like, just go to wherever. Um, but it never said like specifically that you had a head to head coming up, which I thought was interesting. So they know at that point, it's like, you know, there's still a chance to stay in it, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, we're looking at it now. We got Rachel uh, versus Brittany. It's a Big Brother 12 rematch. Uh, did you think that Janelle and Brittany had a chance of being the second time? It wasn't really much much they could do. At that point, I, was, I didn't really think that – I mean, I didn't think that they were going to win. Um, but then when they got into it, I thought maybe they had a chance and then didn't quite come together. Another little tidbit, they were the only team that was uh, unbalanced on roadblocks. Janelle did five, and Brittany only did two. Everybody else is uh, four, three. Oh, wow. Uh, Okay, so the teams that have been eliminated are JJ, Rupert and Laura, Corinne and Eliza. So you got Amazing Race, Survivor, Survivor, and then Big Brother, gone. Of all of the teams left, do you think think any team besides Amazing Race teams will be in the final three? Um, now that I we're halfway through. I could see Nick and Vic getting in there. Yeah. I mean, uh, Chris and Brett are racing well right now, but I don't know that they're going to be able to keep the pace up. Because right. they like stack the, like the second half of the race is like way more intense. Yes. When you're racing, like yes. everything, like shorter pit stops, like crazier legs just gets gnarlier. Yeah. So, Well, I, yeah, Nick and Vic, I think, are the only ones that have a chance to do it. I mean, Chris and Brett are doing a lot better than I expected them to do it. They started yeah. off just like I thought they would, seventh, right. eighth, ninth, and then now they're third, second, fourth. So they're doing a lot better. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think – I think it's going to be like Tyler and Corey, Colin and Christy, and either Team Fun or the Afghanimals. Yeah. I yeah. think that'll be the final three. I mean, Colin and Christy at this point are pretty, I think, a shoe in. They haven't finished below fourth. Yeah, second. I think, and they've only finished fourth once. Right. Second, fourth, third, first, third, second. Yeah. They are yeah. definitely the most consistent team on yeah. the race. Tyler and Corey have been in the middle of the pack until they got U-turned, and then they were seventh. So it was third, seventh, fourth, fifth, fourth, and then they won. They're yeah. doing. Uh, they're not doing as good as I expected them to be. To be honest, no. I thought they would be doing a little bit better as well, but they seem to be kind of finding their stride now. Because out so. of all the teams on the race, they had the best average going in. 
Mm. Yeah. It's like, uh, all right. Yep. So Janelle and Brittany are eliminated. And next week, uh, I got text from two people that were on the show saying that this was the best adventure they've been on in their life, this next leg. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, my God. It looks so cool. I'm so jealous. Have you ever uh, skied in the Swiss Alps? I have. Yes. Where? There. But I have not. Um, I don't even know what you call it, rope swinged bungee jump. It's not really a bungee jump, whatever the heck they're doing. Yeah, it was just that in the Swiss Alps. <laughs> that, yeah, that's exactly what I did in Africa. It was the same thing. It was a huge oh. rope swing. You just drop and it's like, oh, so cool. So cool. I'm yeah. so jealous. It looks awesome. That was, uh, they, that was what they were showing uh, adventure in the Swiss Alps. And then the Riley sisters, drama. some drama with Rachel and Nick and Vic. Yeah. Do you think they're playing How that up? How do have drama with Nick and Vic? They seem so amenable, like just a joy to be around, they're like so even keeled. Really I'm sweet. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. what could happen? I got to spend three days with Victor uh, at a uh, charity event, and he's an awesome dude. He's just like he is in the race. Yeah. He's real calm, collected. Yeah. Uh, when he gets a little drunk, all he does is dance. You see him, he's just dancing everywhere. When he's talking, he's <laughs> dancing. He's just like, he's just always oh dancing. Oh my gosh, I love it. That's Singing amazing. Despacito for like three days straight. When that was huge at the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, we have some fun coming up. Uh, Rachel and Nick and Vic. All right, that's going to do it for them. Yeah. Let's answer, some, uh, <laughs> let's answer some questions and then we'll go to our awards. Do you have awards for the first episode? All right, let's do it. We'll do awards for the first episode. Okay. Okay, let's get some awards. Uh, super fan move. That's funny. I normally write it, and I didn't write down um, what I thought was the super fan move. Do you have yours ready? I do, okay. yes. So go for it. Who gets that extreme award? giving Phil the extreme move for freestyling with Team Fun. Phil gets the extreme <laughs> move for freestyling. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he wins. I love that. Uh, <laughs> Supercars, I don't know who, let's see. Um, in the first episode, did anybody do anything that was like, yeah. Um, it not better for Rachel. She could have definitely taken Superfan, but it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to I'm gonna give it to Floyd. I mean, he didn't really do anything that would be Superfan-ish, but he just crushed that. Yeah. Leg, the drum major. I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't, it was, wasn't like a specific move, but it was just, I don't know, maybe his enthusiasm for that leg. I, I don't know. I didn't really pick one. Uh, I'm uh, upset with myself for not paying more attention to that. Uh, other teams look to the right. Okay. So the second episode in Uganda. Oh, oh Diana, is there anybody you want to put in check? Jamal for what? Why does what, what Jamal said get? Yep. Oh, in the first episode, why didn't Jamal listen to Leo when Leo was right the whole time? So she's gonna yeah. put she's gonna put Jamal in check for not listening to his partner. Um, that is fair. That that's definitely fair. Uh, second episode, you got somebody you want to put in check then? In uh, Uganda, uh, you have an extreme move. <sighs> I had one, but then you threw me off. I feel like I need to go back and 
What? <laughs> well, I was going to give it to Brett for stacking, stepping up and taking over on the head-to-head, but now you're saying that Leo and Jamal switched as well, which would like totally debunk the fact that that was a cool thing to do. No, it's, it's still it's, it's smart <laughs> move. It doesn't change it paid anything. Off. It paid off, and I think it was brave, so I'm giving it to Brett. <laughs> All right. You give it to and Brett. Chris for listening to his partner and yeah. trusting him. <laughs> I, I'm giving my super fan move to Colin for just being super impressive for making that change and giving me inspiration yeah. to know that uh, I could still make those changes in my life uh, to be more calm and be yeah. deal, deal with certain situations in a different manner. I'm a very emotional person, and I tend to be emotional about everything I do. Yeah. Sometimes it's pretty bad. Um, as we saw in the race, once or twice. Not just in the race. You know, uh, do you have your uh, putting somebody in check over here? Oh, I didn't know if you were thinking. She loves digging at me. She loves digging at me. All right, before we can move on, I want to get uh, Charlie's super fan move. This is Charlie. Up, Charlie? This is my son. People hey, ask me to get him. He just turned five months. <laughs> I love him to death. Oh, he's so much cuter than I am. All right, yeah, take, it <laughs> take, take this child. No. Do you think there's going to be a fast forward this season? I do not. Yes, there was a fast forward, but the team that won it chose not to use. It. No. Oh, that's right. You did. Wasn't that the? Was there? Does that have something to do with the octopus? The yeah. Dangly thing in the first episode. Yes. No, it wasn't. It, a, it wasn't a fast forward. It was something else. Oh, it was some other advantage. So wait, there was a fast forward. Uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, that, uh, you reminding me of where oh. it came from. I, I was see. like, why would a team choose not to use a fast forward? But it wasn't a fast forward. Um, you gone to be kidding me? <laughs> I'm a yeah, yes, Corey definitely had the uh, the puns of uh, the title creds. Uh, U-turn. What do you think about the upcoming must-vote U-turn? They haven't really. Talked I'm about really it too much. excited to see it play out. Um, I still am not entirely sure how they're going to do it. Like we talked about this a little bit, but like everybody has to be there in order to vote, or maybe so, they don't. Maybe I, you just vote for someone who's behind you, and then no, if you're. I, I think the way it works is before you leave, like or as you rip your clue. One of those two, you have to pick somebody to U-turn before you can. Oh, I'm pretty sure that that's how makes it works. sense. That makes sense. So it would kind of also be anonymous. Yes. In that way. Well, everybody has to pick, and whoever. Everybody picks whoever has the most picks gets U-turned, and then they find out when they show up to the U-turn board, which is actually kind of cool because then you could U-turn someone who's in first place. Yes. Which is a, doesn't a, not a thing that can happen. Yes, trust me, my season knows all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Three U-turn boards that they would have loved to get to before us, but luckily, <sighs> luckily we got to all three first. Uh, we would one hundred percent been U-turned. Who on your season would have got the U-turn? Who do you think that would have would have gotten the must? We, I don't think it's a question. They would that definitely is very hard. Um, I think it would have been a split between. Yale and Big Brother between Jess and Cody and Evan and Henry. It would have really? been one of those teams that would have been, yeah. Uh, who had the who had In the best? Um, I know that they were both really good racers, but who had the best um, relationships? We had the best 
Oh, who had the best relationships? Yeah, like out of out of well, those. They just they had different subsets of relationships. Gotcha. It was pretty split, which is why it would have been one of those two teams. Right. Okay. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one group. They had yeah. one. Group they were kind of like lines in the sand a little bit. Yeah, you were um, you were either team team Big Brother or you were uh, team Yale. Yeah. 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 So you nobody would have you turned you guys? Well, there's proof. <laughs> we didn't get you turned. <laughs> you turned us and we didn't get you turned. I don't think I mean, who knows actually? That's ah, if it was a vote, like maybe if people were thinking rationally and they were but like they didn't think rationally in the moment, but when you have a vote, you have a little bit more time to think about it. So there yes, maybe. Based on averages, we by all means should have been the team to be U-turned if you were in front of us. Yes. Uh, um, I don't know. Some of the uh, chat room stuff, uh, we don't do spoilers on this show. I brought up the must vote U-turn, which they didn't talk about, which is somewhat of a spoiler, but there are uh, other things that happen on this season that I know about. Uh, one or two other things that I think are kind of spoilish that I won't bring up because I'm not into spoilers. I don't like spoilers. Don't tweet me spoilers. People keep doing that and I hate it. Um, I, I don't like spoilers. I like I don't like to know what's coming up. I like to give my honest opinions. If I know what's coming up, I could be. I try to act like I know everything. Like hey, hey and then it's just, I don't like that. <laughs> I like to be wrong when I'm wrong. I like to be right when I'm right. Uh, all right. So what else? Anything else? I mean, this we sped through two episodes in an hour. I thought it was going to take that so was much. Pretty good. We had yeah, James Earl didn't even make it here. Oh. <laughs> we have. I have. We have some awesome guests coming up, and we might have uh, one or two guest hosts as well as a guest coming up. Uh, definitely going to have Tyler and Corey on. Uh, definitely going to have Team Font on. Um, Art and JJ agreed to come on as well at some point. But I'm thinking about – and this is what you could reach out to us, um, hashtag Races Recap, or hit Jen, me, Diana, or uh, James Earl up on social media somewhere. All of the links are down below. And if you guys haven't thumbs up, you could do that now. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, shit. You had ideas, guest hosts, yes. something you yes. can help us. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So uh, we, we're going to have one of the producers from The Amazing Race on as well. So who, what, uh, two, two things that I need from you guys. What would you love to ask an, exe an executive producer of The Amazing Race? Uh, you could put it in the comments in this video, but not in the chat in the video. Or, but I'd just rather you reach out, just use the hashtag Races Recap on Twitter or something like that. And which old school racer would you like to see as a host? Ooh. So maybe we have too much recency bias with uh, season 27, season 28, and mm. season 30. Maybe we need some representation from somebody from the first 15 seasons. I think that's a good idea. So It would be interesting to talk you like more to in depth about the changes. Yeah. You know? the, who do you think would be a good host for us? I know I'm putting you on the spot. There's so many people to pick. Brooke and Claire. Brooke and Claire would be awesome. Uh, I, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had Brooke. Yeah, we had Brooke on once. Uh, she was awesome. Brooke and Claire, I think that's a good one. Um, what do you think, Diana? Who would you like to have old school? Um, they like 
Winona. <laughs> That's definitely old school. Um, I would probably. I'm gonna reach out to uh, Charla. Oh, I think she would be awesome. Wow, yeah, <laughs> Charla. Uh, huh? Mirna, yeah, we could. I mean, there's a yeah. ton of them, but I want yeah. your suggestions on who you guys want to see. You guys are the ones that support the show. You guys are the ones that uh, are the voice that we that we listen to. If there's something that you guys want, I want to be able to give that to you guys. Um, so, please let me know uh, who it is that you would like to see as a host of the Racist Recap. Jen, you're awesome. Thank you so much for hanging with us. Was there anything that you, you want to tell people about? Anything you need to promote? <sighs> No, not at the moment. Just go do something extreme this weekend. Have fun. Yeah, and, while, and while you're doing it, listen to the uh, Balanced Pursuits podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was trying, <laughs> trying to lead you there. I thought you would do it, but you just said I not. I should have done that. I'm not very good at self-promotion, apparently. That's okay. <laughs> uh, and, if, and if you're going extreme camping, you can get a... An escapade. <laughs> and where can people look up the escapades? Um, so Escapod, you can find at escapod.us, E-S-C-A-P-O-D.us. And if you're coming through Utah, you can rent one. Um, they're oh. tiny little travel trailers. They're totally off-road capable, so you can, like, take them anywhere you want to go. Um, they look they're super really fun. cool. If you don't know what yeah. they are, check them out. Um, uh, Jen and her husband have started a company, and I want to support them. I want you guys to support them. They're awesome people, and uh, awesome people deserve to be supported. So thank you guys for all that you do. All I need from you is to share this with people, whether it's here on YouTube, on iTunes, on Google Play, uh, talk about it on social media, a little thumbs up, a like. Just bring one friend. If all of you could just bring one friend, that would help so much. Just tell one person. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for spending the most valuable thing that you have, which is time, spending that with us. So thank you so much from everybody here at the Races Recap. My dog's licking my toes. Have a good week. <laughs> have a good week. There's no, there's no uh, Game of Thrones. Aww. Congratulations to Connor and Alex. Yeah, uh, man. Holy did, crap. Did a good job on the Indy 500. Thank Oof. you guys so much. Later. <laughs> Bye.